Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationships, maybe cross with them, am I the asshole as well? And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. And this story is from Shuxi Jen, who says, my 30 female husband, 33 male, of eight years died two months ago and i just found out he has been cheating for the past two years and of course this does follow with an update and before we do get into it there is mentions of a car accident as well so please use the timestamps if you would like to skip this story thank you first i apologize for any english mistakes it's not my native language i lost my husband and my sister-in-law in a car accident about two months ago we had been together for eight years married for six He was the light of my life and someone I was extremely excited to spend the rest of my life with. We were compatible on so many parts. The sex life was amazing. Even after eight years, I still got all giggly just thinking about him. I think I've coped with his death quite well. The first month was just a big shutdown. I didn't leave the house, I hardly ate and all my time was just spent looking at our wedding video over and over. Luckily, I have a great boss who understands and without hesitation gave me a four-month leave. In November, I pushed myself to get out of my bubble. I've tried to keep busy to get back to my everyday life. I've cleaned the house, had people over for dinners, gone out for lunches and tried to be a good support for my husband's family who lost two precious family members in one day. We're all devastated, but we cried out together and I feel we've become even closer by being there for each other. So as I've been feeling better, I decided to slowly look over my husband's stuff to see if there's anything to throw out and and put everything in boxes until I can manage to go through it all without crying. That's when I decided to access his computer to look for any important mails or such. So I checked his mail and logged onto his Facebook account and, and except for over 100 goodbye messages on his wall, there was three private messages and one was from this woman whose name I've heard him mention a long time ago as a childhood friend. I was so disgusted by their conversation, filled with clear evidence that he had been cheating on me. It had places they had agreed to meet, trips they've made when I thought he was on a business trip or trip with his friends, sexual flirts, hugs and kisses, and even declarations of love. When checking his phone, there were no messages, but the last phone call was from her. Having to confirm, I called his closest friend and asked about the trips. He just paused and then apologized before telling everything. Apparently he had a crush on her in middle school and awoke old feelings when she flirted with him at a reunion two years ago. It seems a lot of our friends, even his secretary, knew about it and tried to convince him to stop. I don't even know how to function anymore. One part of me wants to mourn for my husband. I miss him so much. I want him next to me when I go to bed. I want back our fun drives to work in the morning and I miss his warm smile. But the other part of me feels so deceived and I want nothing else but to go kick and spit on his grave until I'm satisfied. A few days have passed. I haven't been able to answer any phone calls or messages from his family. I know they probably don't know and they sincerely worry for me. But I just can't face them with the hate I have in me right now. 
I'm so frustrated and confused. I want him here to explain everything to me. So I created a Reddit account just to get this out of my system. I have no idea who to talk to about this since most of our friends knew about it for some time but never told me anything. I've never felt this alone and betrayed. Please give me some wise words to handle this. I feel strange and confused for mourning and missing him when I at the same time hate his guts. How do I face his family? Should I tell them? We just had a private funeral and in one month we're having an open reception for everyone coming to pay their respects. Now I'm worried she might come. I know it's open for the public but I really don't want to meet her. Should I try and prevent it or should I just skip the reception myself? And we have a couple of edits which we're covering in a moment and then we'll move on to that update but I kind of felt like and it always feels wrong to me to talk ill of the past away but at the same time you know dying doesn't excuse you from shitty behavior you're not absolved of everything just because you pass away you still cause someone significant hurt in life so wife who's still with us is not only dealing with grief now but she's dealing with a partner who cheated on her and that sounds like a crazy cocktail of feelings to be dealing with i can't imagine what you'd be going through and it's like you say do you tell the family do you not again like you said what if this person turns up how are you going to feel then and i imagine it'd be really hard to control your feelings if you did see this person there and another question that came up in my mind you said it seems a lot of our friends even his secretary knew about it and tried to convince him to stop and it's like i don't understand why you wasn't informed of this sooner these are your friends as well maybe they're trying to save your feelings or whatever but but clearly it's super unhelpful so the edit says oh gosh thank you everyone from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to give me advice in a difficult situation it helps me so much just to know that you all spent some time of your life comforting me and giving me advice i will spend my afternoon reading through everything and maybe in one or two weeks i'll post an update if i've decided what to do with the situation a lot of people pointed out that I need counseling and I've, I've already booked two appointments this coming week. So I'm on it and I feel very positive towards it. Once again, thank you. Edit two, someone worried for the children in the picture. He and I didn't want children, so no, gladly there's no children in this situation. And before we move on to the update, we're just gonna cover a couple of those comments just to get a feel of what it was going on down there. So a deleted user says, I think you should be honest with this family. Not completely honest about all the details, but something like I was going through his email and found something I wish I didn't. I still love him and am still grieving, but it's added some other feelings to my grief and I will need to process it alone for a while. I hope you understand. They need to know that you haven't abandoned them randomly and that you will come back to them when you can. They've lost a son and daughter already. They shouldn't have to lose their daughter-in-law as well. Don't stay in touch with any of your friends who knew. One day you may forgive them. Today is not that day. When you are at the service, be civil to them, but don't have any conversations or discussions. If they try talking to you, just walk away. You're the grieving widow. There's a lot you can do to break the usual rules of politeness. Get one of the friends to tell her not to dare show up. And if she does, get the funeral director to kick her out. She has no role there, but you do. Don't skip it because of this. You will regret it. And definitely look for grief counseling. You have way more to handle right now than any one person can. And at the same time, you can't turn to a lot of your usual support system. You need outside help. Please get it. Do not contact her yourself. Do not contact her husband if she has one. She's just not worth it. 
This is about you coming to terms with two losses at the same time. It's about your husband. She has no role to play here. And one more from Entemy who says, death is not an excuse for the life someone lived and dying does not martyrize them into someone who cannot be criticized. So now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. I still have very confused feelings regarding my husband and right now I feel there is no way to forgive him. I try to think of the great times we had together, but I always find myself caught in the, he knew what he was doing, yet he smiled at me like that, thinking. I'm working on it though, and I've already been to three counseling sessions, and I get along great with my counselor. She's helped me a lot already, and I'm so glad I took your advice to get professional help. After speaking with my counselor, we both agreed that to ease the burden I had about not being able to face his family, I should get away from them for a few days. I sent my in-laws a mail apologizing for not answering them in the past few days and that everything has been too much for me, so I need to get away. So using that as an excuse, I went on a spontaneous trip to Madeira, a destination I've dreamt about for a long time. It was amazing, as I'd imagined, and after coming home, I realized it was something I needed very much. I was ready to face my problems at once. After a lot of consideration, I decided to tell my brother-in-law and his wife just so someone in this family knew of my situation. Something I didn't mention in the original post is that my husband's family is very important to me. I only have my big brother after dropping contact with our parents, so his family has always been like a real family to me than an in-law's family. So that makes me even more worried to tell them because I'm afraid it would put some distance between us. But at the same time, I don't have the energy to fake myself through the funeral reception for my husband as if I have the same feelings of love for him as I've always had. Because I don't. This way, my brother-in-law can take me away or at least have some explanation if I were to lose it at future meetings with the family. They both took it quite well and were immediately on my side without me having to ask for it. I apologize to both of them for having revealed this about such a close family member and it was not my intention to badmouth him, but just the fact that I needed the support I could get. He said there's nothing to apologize for. The blame is on his brother and it's nothing I should apologize for. My brother-in-law is like a big bear and probably the nicest person I know, but I was still nervous telling him, so I'm glad he reacted the way he did. We both agreed on waiting to tell his parents and little sister until the time is right. I get along really well with his wife. The couple lived abroad until six months ago, so I never had a good chance to meet and talk to her, but I really enjoy her company. Yesterday, we went for a shopping trip and dinner, and it's been a long time since I forgot about time and just enjoyed myself. So about the other woman, I don't have the strength to face or even talk to her. So I decided to entrust her to his closest friend, the one who told me about her. Let's call him Alex. Though it was a little awkward, I told him he owed me this for having kept quiet about it for so long, even though I considered him a friend. He agreed and apologized sincerely. I know he's always been a good guy and he told me he made a big mistake, but he didn't tell because he's always held on to that trust my husband would end it with her, as he said he would when Alex asked him to stop. I'm still very angry, but he's the only one I can trust to make sure she's not there. And my worries were right, because she didn't take the phone call from Alex well. I sat along with him for the phone call and we had her on the speaker during the whole time and I was furious. He didn't tell her I knew at first and she seriously had planned to be there at the reception right in front of me. When she wouldn't budge, even though he asked nicely that she can go to his grave, but she won't be welcomed at the reception. He told her that I knew everything. She went quiet. 
Alex told her that she's hurt me and that she should understand it's not acceptable for her to be in my presence during the reception. What she said next was a mix of sorry, that she loved him, the rest was incoherent, and then she hung up. Alex has been trying to reach her two times since, but no answer. I think she got it that she's not welcome, but I have already arranged for Alex and two other friends to be at the entrance to welcome people and stop her if she were to come. And apparently she has a boyfriend since about nine months back. I'm not sure what to do about that yet. I'll deal with my own problems first. So that was my update. I have dinner with my in-laws tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Overall, I'm okay. As mentioned above, I'm still confused about my husband, but I guess time will show how I deal with the situation. It feels good that some people around me know about my situation now, so they can be there to support me and understand if I behave strange. Thank you to everyone who posted on my original post. I think I maybe read through all your advice over four times. It was a great help in making my decision and helping me through my sadness. As many of you see, I've used your advices, so thank you once again. And I'm glad that the brother-in-law, you know, did stick with Opie and is there to support her, you know. Of course she deserves that anyway, but you never know what's going to happen. Like Opie worried about, but I'm very glad that he does have that, she does have that support on her side. Absolutely deserves it for everything she's been through. How do you think Opie dealt with the situation? How would you deal with it if that was you? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Story. And this next story is from a throwaway account titled I38 Female found out my niece 20 female is gay, but I don't know how to help her. And there is several parts to this story. My brother and I have been brought up in an extremely conservative and religious household. Our parents were Bible thumpers who punished us severely when we were kids. When I got into college, I managed to get away from them and managed to slowly work out years of conditioning. But my brother did not get out. He still lives near them and has bought into their ideology. My parents hated me when I told them I wasn't coming back. We managed to patch out our relationship a bit, but it is tenuous. My brother has a daughter whom I wasn't allowed to have a proper relationship with because he considers me a corrupting influence. I've only ever spoken to her when I visit my family once a year. Even though my brother is still religious and conservative, he isn't as controlling and as strict as my parents were so she was allowed to go to college despite the protest from my parents. She goes to college in a city near me, but she was forbidden from visiting me. A few days ago, when I was in that city, I saw her kissing another woman in a cafe. I don't think she saw me. I was shocked when I saw that. My brother would disown her if he found out. 
I want to help her. She and I don't have a proper relationship and I don't know what she thinks about me. My husband and I have good careers, so I'm willing to support her even if my family kicks her out. I've managed to convince her to visit me this weekend. Should I tell her I know? How do I help and support her? And before we do move on to the other parts of the story, we'll cover a couple of the comments below, giving some advice, and I wouldn't know what to do in that situation myself either. The only first thing that really pops into my head is, you know, just try to build that relationship up initially, not just come out straight away. Like you said, you don't really have a relationship going on right now as such. So to come out with that right away might be a bit, bit too much maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong there, but I, th- I think your heart is in the right place trying to help someone. But August Laplop says, you are both adults and can try to establish a familial bond. Just that will be a help to her. And somewhere along the line, just mention she is welcome in your home at any time. I wish I could think of something more. Edit. I did not see that she was already visiting. What? Did I miss that as well? I, I saw that she like, visits once a year and they talk once a year, but that's about it really. So I don't think there was very much there. But hey, Gurnam GRTS10 says, Honestly, I think you're a really good aunt. I would say definitely tell her that you know, but obviously ease your way into it whilst you both talk and get to know more about each other. But you should totally tell her as one, it'll put her mind at ease knowing that that she has someone supporting her and she won't be standing alone and if she decides to come out. And two, just so she has someone to talk to and about these kind of things because obviously she can't go to her parents with the type of relationship she's in. So it'd be nice for her to talk to you about it. Plus making the two of you closer since both of you aren't really into your parents' ideologies. Fried Onion Ring says, do you have any gay friends? She might feel more comfortable if another person she can relate to is around. Quit your griping says, I don't understand. What help does she need? This sounds like a very private issue and you have no relationship with this woman. Would she welcome your input, no matter how well-meaning? Also, despite her family's wish that she avoid you, you are drawing her towards you. Would that be taken badly? And one more from Starstriker3 who says, I'd just be honest with her. Tell her you know, you support her and you will keep it a secret from her parents if she wants you to. Or if you don't want to be as blunt about it, just tell her that if she ever finds herself afraid to be her true self around her family, that you will never judge her and that you are a safe person to be herself around. Let her know that anything you two discuss stays between you and her and that it will never get back to the rest of the family. Tell her she's welcome to come to you if she ever needs someone she can talk to and that if anything bad happens and she needs a place to stay or any support, that you are here for her. It might shock her and she may be freaked out at first, but I have to imagine having someone know who is family and who is willing to keep a lid on it around her conservative parents will probably come as a relief. And now let's move on to the next parts of the story. So part two, I contacted a gay friend of mine and told her about my dilemma. She told me that she would help me and suggested that I should talk to my niece and my friend would join us when we went out in the evening. My niece visited me yesterday and she was apprehensive at first. We started talking and she became comfortable talking to me. She told me that my parents tried to poison her opinion of me when she was coming to college, but she didn't trust them. We had a really long conversation and caught up with each other. I subtly told her that she could tell me anything and could rely on me for anything. We went out in the evening and my friend brought her wife with her. We had a great time and my niece finally opened up about her being a lesbian and living in the fear of the wrath of her parents. She was elated when I told her that I would support her whenever she decided to come out and told her she could talk to me about anything. My friend told my niece that she could talk to her if she needed any advice at any time. I'm so happy that I finally have a good relationship with my niece. 
she is going to visit me every week going forward. Thank you to the people who gave advice. Part 3 My niece and I have a great relationship now after she came out to me. She is a very funny and bubbly person and I love her. She has a good relationship with her out and proud girlfriend who is also a great person. They visit us almost every weekend and we have a great time. Her girlfriend told me that my niece is a lot happier after we reconnected. My niece went back home for the holidays last year and I visit them on Christmas. We tried to act like before, but my niece told me that my brother asked if she was visiting me. She denied it, but we decided to keep our distance for some weeks. There wasn't any more probing from my family, so we thought things calmed down. Last week, my brother suddenly barged into her dorm unannounced and caught her with her girlfriend. He started shouting and causing a ruckus. Her girlfriend called me immediately. I rushed and got there in less than an hour. By the time I got there, my niece was sobbing and my brother was still berating her. When he saw me, he started screaming at me. He called me names and told me that I had corrupted and destroyed his daughter. I brought the management with me and and he told my niece that she was dead to him while he was being escorted outside. I took my niece and her girlfriend back home with me. My parents phoned me and called me Demon Spawn and said that they never wanted to see me again. My niece was devastated. She was sobbing all day. Her girlfriend and I tried to console her, but she didn't get better. She called her father the next day, but he told her he didn't want a sinner in his family. I stayed with her as much as I could and managed to stop her crying. She hasn't gone back to college and hasn't been eating properly since then. She looks sad all day and hasn't spoken to anyone except her girlfriend and me. She refuses to get out of her room. Seeing her like that is eating me. How do I help her feel better? Part 4 After I made my previous post, I asked my therapist for help and she recommended a friend of hers and also helped me get an appointment the next day. My niece, whom I'll call Jenny, did not want to talk to the therapist, but her girlfriend and I managed to convince her to give it a try. Jenny looked a little better after the session. She also had her first proper meal in a week that day. I invited my lesbian friend, who Jenny looked up to, to our home the next day. She and Jenny talked, and we decided to go to the beach. We relaxed and had fun. A couple of Jenny's close friends visited her after that, and she cheered up a bit. I also spoke to the college as some of you suggested and they were happy to let Jenny skip this semester if she wanted to. But as she was getting better, my sister-in-law called me. She refused to talk to me and only wanted to talk to Jenny. She told Jenny that she managed to calm my brother down and they would forgive her if she came back, stopped going to college and got married and that Jenny might not get another chance to atone and be with her parents. I was surprised when Jenny said no and told her that they would need to accept her the way she was. Her mother became furious and told her they wouldn't pay for her college and she would never come back until she wanted to repent. I told Jenny that she could live with me as long as she wanted and that I would pay for her college happily. Jenny was very happy that I was going to support her and told me that I was the reason she got the courage to tell no to her mother. I'm so happy that I got to have a good relationship with my incredible niece after all these years. I hope I am capable of providing all the help she needs. I want to thank all the people who gave me advice on my previous. All of this is new to me and I'm very grateful for your advice. Some of you suggested looking for a friendly church, but Jenny told me that churches had no significance for her. I always find it incredibly sad, you know, a 20-year-old who's having to hide themselves from their parents because they can't be who they are because their parents would reject them. And, you know, when it did all come out, their parents did reject them or said that they could come back if they repented or whatever. 
I wonder what would have happened. It may not have come out if you know Aunt didn't get involved, but you know if it if it did and Aunt wasn't in the picture, would she have felt as comfortable, you know, talking back to her parents the way she did? Would there be a different outcome to this story? But well done to Aunt in this situation for backing up their niece, and well done for niece for standing up for herself, regardless of the situation. I know you know it's so easy when we say you know cutting off family members cutting off parents just like that it's still got to be difficult when you know you've been with these parents all this time sure i'm not saying you know they had a healthy relationship or anything like that but just to cut them off just like that it's got to be difficult and clearly niece was very sad when it happened when when father turned up at the dorm or whatever but i truly hope that niece jenny can move on with her life who she wants to be and live her best life now what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Once again, guys, thank you for joining me today and getting involved in today's stories. Your love, time and support always does mean the world to me and I just want you to know that. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. 